0: To the Doc G Show, I'm your host, Doc G, with me as always, the one, the only, notorious, associate in the arts, Mikey Maximus the Furnicus, Charette. Say what? What's up, Doc G? Good afternoon. <laughs> Woo! Mike Insanity, Insanity, huh? how are you yes. doing? I'm doing great. You know, I was thinking like
1: I should put my associate's degree like right here. Let I people need to put know more stuff. People,
0: people that <laughs> that watch our videos need to know. They need to, need to see. Need it. to know the proof they of your genius. The certification. You, the the diploma, diploma. <laughs> blows them away. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so on a scale, what would you say? One to ten. Where at? Hmm. Yeah, like an eight and a half. I was thinking about that
1: this morning. I feel pretty good. Eight yeah. and a half. Hope to get by it to a nine. On, you know, I got some coffee on the down.
0: readjusted mic scale. That's pretty good. We yeah. ha- we have the the pre evaluation, post evaluation. This pre yeah, yeah. post evaluation. <laughs> mic, an eight and a half is pretty solid. Pre evaluation, yeah, that would have been low for you, but we now know. Doc G,
1: how about you? How how are you? How are you today? What on a number scale? What do you? We don't have to at? get into it.
0: Okay. That's fair. <laughs> No, I'm I'm doing that. Let's uh let's let's keep it where I am. 7.2. That's where okay. we're at. 7.2. Like uh you know who's pretty much always at a 10, Mike?
1: Jesus. What?
0: <laughs> it's, I don't know I why don't know. I said that. I, you know, I I don't know if we <laughs> actually probably look, always feeling good, right? If, well, I'm guessing not not in those last few days. Nope. You know? Yeah. Those are probably pretty rough. Uh Yeah. I, I would not be a fan of that kind of activity. Nah, but, me you know. Neither. Yeah, I'm just saying. But uh less biblical, more current Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He's a 10. He's that a, guy lives at a 10. He looks a 10, he feels a he 10, is a, <laughs> he is a 10. <laughs> so true. You know? Yeah, he's
1: a 10 across the board, yeah. yeah. For sure.
0: And uh, you, we all know my appreciation for Leo. We know that. Yeah. It's well definitely. documented. Um Yeah. I'm not sure, Mike, if you know my appreciation for the Mac attack. There, I guess I don't, no. It's similar, do. but there's a different appreciation. With Leo, you're like, man, that dude is impressive. He's an actor. He's an activist. Yeah. He's got it, you know? Yeah. With McConaughey, most of those things are true, right? They're there but it's just with a sizable dose of crazy. That's a fact. There's just mm-hmm. uh, I mean, some people would call it being from Texas. I just call it crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the great thing about Mac Attacks Crazy, though, is it doesn't hurt anyone usually, you know? No way. Like, it's just him being nuts. Like, remember his infamous playing the bongos naked story? Remember when that happened way back in the day?
1: I vaguely remember that was that wasn't he like arrested? Yeah, or what? Mm-hmm. that was a different thing. He was, yeah.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, it was in his house in uh, Austin. Uh, he was smoking some weed, listening to bongo yeah. music. Decided to strip down and play his own bongo music, and uh, his neighbors called the cops on him, and they arrested him for uh, noise ordinance, right? Yeah. And they slammed mm-hmm. him on the it, ground. And it was he just, ran from the police, yeah, right? It, he ran. They, well, <laughs> he ran. There, there was a lot of resisting, if there you There was a lot of resisting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But we we love him on the show, Mike. So true, um, yeah. I don't know if I, again, it's, it's hard. Apples and oranges, Leo, mm-hmm. Mac, who do you choose? But we, we've even opened a show before talking about Mac. I went back and found it January 23rd, 2019. Mm. Me and Dave discussed how 2019... Seemed like the year of the Mac Attack, you know, because that year started off. I don't know. You probably don't remember this, but he was at, he was at uh, football bowl games. He was at basketball games, literally on the sidelines. He was at Texas basketball games in just a bright blaze orange suit, just being like, "Yeah, I'm Mac Attack." And then, like mm-hmm. every single commercial break, you'd see 75 of his Lincoln commercials that you were just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? He looks great in that car, though. Yeah, he looks good in any car, let's be honest. True, so true, true, true. Very have a true. 1980 Honda dented up, and you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Honda, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but Mac attack came back in the news for some reason. I, I don't, I'm not really sure why I saw it. Like this was literally a new news article, Mike, but it's about something that's already went through the news cycle. I guess maybe some folks were just getting around to reading his book. Did you, did you read his book, Mike? I'm guessing. Yes, not. I did. Well, I listened,
1: I listened, I listened to it. You I did. I listened to his book. Yeah. Green I did. lights. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Look,
0: look at you, everybody. Look at Mike. Being learned listen, over there. I
1: listen. I listen to books. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I think that should
0: be the quote of the year. I, yeah. I listen to books. I do I it listen. every now and then. I plug one in. <laughs> That's uh, then you've heard the story. I'm not sure if you remember this, but uh, there's a story from there, Mike, that is super nutty to me in so many ways. Super super nutty. And I feel like it gives us specifically a little insight to why Mac Attack is so impressive, but also insane. Yeah. Like, it's so encapsulated in the story. And this story, Mike, is how his dad died. Do you remember that story? Hmm vaguely okay so no, i actually don't <laughs> I, I totally forgot how, how did he die go back listen to the green lights yeah we're gonna, gonna put it to on plug chapter. it in but so it resurfaced the story and they were talking about this um his dad apparently told matt and his brothers that he predicted his own death const not constantly but several times matt said quote He'd always told me and my brothers, "Quote, boys, when I'm gonna go, uh, when 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 I go, I'm gonna be making love to your mother," and that's what happened. Ew. Okay. Yeah. I
1: remember? Oh yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember some crazy parent stories. Yeah.
0: Um. That. That. Uh,
1: yeah. That was one. So, of so them.
0: that's actually what happened. He predicted it. He would tell his sons, "Hey." I'm gonna go when I'm making love to your mom and then he died when he was making love to his wife. Girl, come on Dr. G,
1: I think that was so incredible in that book that I actually just forgot it or like I, I couldn't believe it. like I couldn't yeah. take it in. Yeah, and then I, I was just uh, like, it's understandable.
0: Okay. Well, and and so then when his wife calls the paramedics when he has this heart attack to come to their house, they're taking away the body. And Matthew McConaughey's mom apparently kept pulling away the sheet from her dead husband saying, quote, I want the world to see why his nickname was Big Jim. Don't you cover him. Word. (laughs) Mike, uh, li- like I said, there is so much insight to the yeah. creation of the personality of Matthew McConaughey with this stir- story. Yeah, he lived a wildlife before uh, for, being for, an actor for sure. First of all, let's all agree how f- weird it is to have your dad constantly tell you, hey son, I'm definitely going to be boning your mom when I die. Huh? Just wanted you guys <laughs> to know. Like, it, it, but listeners, imagine yourself a uh, uh, an older sort of Matthew McConaughey, uh, t- Matthew McConaughey type guy being like, Matty, Matty, come over here. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Your mom is one fine dime piece, and I will be making love to her for several hours tonight. And I've always said I'm... I'm gonna die doing that. Can't wait to do it. It's gonna be fantastic. Word. Like, what do you, what do you say to that, as the son, Mike? Uh-huh. Uh, thanks, Dad. I'm never gonna be able to sleep, eat, or think anything normal from now on. Nope. You have <laughs> filled my dreams with horrible nightmares. Like what? Yeah. S-
1: But but Doc G, weren't there like a couple instances where they would get into a huge fight and then instantly afterwards, they would just start making love to each other in the middle of like the kitchen in front of everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'd be like, yeah, dad, I can see it. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. Why would you tell your kids? You guys are very open. You can tell
0: all your work buddies, your old friends from school, but like why? Yeah. Why your kid, second. It was an open relationship. (laughs) Well, and then second, besides being Nostradamus, why would you be concerned about dying during sex? Like, Hmm. unless you are a true like seer of the future, it's such a specific and weird thing to call out about dying. Doctor, you're a smart guy.
1: You know a lot about the body, doesn't it? It, it? It's the heart. It has a lot, it does a lot to the heart, right? You know, when you're, when you're really well, into it's it. A, and, of
0: course, but I mean, just like <laughs> what, like imagine Tupac predicting his death on raps that way. Wait, oh, what, did he yeah. just say he was gonna, his heart was gonna explode while he's having sex? What uh, is Tupac yeah. talking about? That's <laughs> weird. Why, why would that be like, just so bizarre. And yeah, like, and then yeah. if you are, if you are having this premonition, is it in general of having sex, or is it specifically about your wife? Hmm. Because if it is, I'm divorcing that lady, and I'm moving on. <laughs> like, we're not sticking with that lady. I'm sorry. I've seen the future, and I'm going to die having sex to you. We need to move on to somebody else. Like, <laughs> now that we've covered the weirdness of his dad, let's cover the weirdness of his mom. Yeah. Your husband dies and your main priority is making sure your neighbors know he has a big wiener. Yes. Like, <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: like he dies and you're not thinking like, what am I gonna do in my life without him? How, what, what are we going to do financial, financially? What am I going to tell my children? No, your first thought is, let's make sure the neighbors know this guy was packing heat. Yeah. Let's, know, <laughs> let's know. He's got a big old trouser snake, folks. Hell like, yeah. what? What is that? Texas. What does that do? What are your neighbors going to be like? They're going to be like, well, I, I thought he was always a turd because he never mowed his yard. But <laughs> now that I know he's got a big... D- he's pretty yeah. cool he's yeah. he was a pretty cool dude like just so weird and then and then and then you're so proud of that fact that the story either gets back indirectly or directly back to your son what do you when you next time you see your son you're like right nah your dad with this huge old waiter anyways I'm gonna <laughs> put that on his tombstone. By the way, that's on there. So that's going on there. I might just do a little picture of it. Actually, that might just be him and his tripod on the tombstone. (laughs) That's it. Like, I feel like when you hear that story, Mike, you get a little insight to why his Lincoln commercials look like they did. Why he was the centerpiece of magic, Mike. It makes sense. You're like, yeah, it really does. You know what? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Mike, in the meantime, <laughs> now that we know the history of Mac Attack summed up into one story, are you ready to fire up this show that is all right, all right, all right? Let's fire up the show, Doc G. All
1: right, all right, all right.
0: Five. All three engines up and burning.
1: Two, one, zero, and liftoff.
0: off. <laughs> all right. All right, but well, did I do it? Was that it? Was that the? Sh- was that was that? Dazed and confused? No, it wasn't. That was He'd- close. Yeah, we got it. Mike, we have a fantastic show today. We were supposed to have Ann Arbor on the show, but they had some last-second touring issues, so sadly, mm. they're not going to be on the show today. But we're gonna we're gonna spin a couple of their jams on the show. We're gonna have them in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna talk to them. It's gonna be fantastic. So for this show. It's just you and me, Mike. We're riding solo awesome. again. That's cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but you know where we
1: start. We start with the birthday suit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Mmm. Mm. What? Just a little sip there before we get on the birthday suit, Mike. <laughs> um, I don't know. You might be able to get this one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm surprised surprising. I listen to a lot of book stuff. Every, every now and then it's a curveball. Like there's every now and then. I mean, there's a lot of them that I like. I don't think you'll get. You don't get them. And then there's just one yeah. that I'm like, I don't think you'll get, and you nail it. And I'm like, all right, I didn't <laughs> see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Nope. Uh, born on November 9th, 1951 in Brooklyn, New York. Our birthday suit Where had very bad ear infections when he was young. They weren't diagnosed, which led him to losing 75 to 80% of his hearing. Because of these issues with hearing and speaking, a lot of kids bullied him. What a bunch of turds, man. Lamb. That is lame. Anyways, as a result, he started reading comic books. At 13, he decided, you know what? I want to be like a superhero. So he started weight training. And uh, he later moved on to real gyms and he started training to be a bodybuilder. He won his first title as a bodybuilder in 1969. He trained to beat Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 70s, which became well-documented in the documentary, Pumping Iron. Hmm. It was Arnold versus this dude. In 1977, he was cast as the Incredible Hulk. Hmm. In the late 90s and early 2000s, he was on the King of Queens actually playing himself. He was was the neighbor in the show, but he was playing himself. In the movie I Love You, Man, he was also a central character playing himself. Name that birthday suit wearer.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say Brad Garrett, but I think that was
0: a no, different guy and definitely yeah. not Brad Garrett, yeah. No, no, I'll give you the the initials. L F. Um, I'm pretty positive you've heard the name. Oh, Lou yeah. Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno, yeah. Lou Ferrigno, the incredible Hulk man. The incredible Hulk turning 71. 71 how's 71 good real good Word. at least i saw him at 70 unless he took a real fast decline (laughs) in the last year he looked good like he's known how to tone it down too you know how you get older it's a lot harder obviously to hold all of that muscle he's looking lean but healthy vascular you know just solid dude you know i'm gonna i'm gonna say i mean uh from the few photos that i saw I think he might be beating, uh, beating Schwarzenegger on his old man look, you know? Ooh, I think he, yeah, I think, yeah, he does look he does look nice. Yeah, yeah guy's he's, he's looking looking in shape, you know? Looking really yeah. good for 71. I know he can still crank some iron. That's right. He still get it done, man. So, you know, uh, and again, you know, making fun of him. Making fun of him. That's, that's what you, you, you turned him into the Hulk, people of Brooklyn that were making fun of him as a kid. That's what you did. So there you go. Anyways, anyways, happy birthday to Lou Ferrigno. Fantastic Mike. Are you ready to rip some headlines? Let's rip some headlines. It's now time for RIP from the Headlines. We got some real ridiculous ones today. We got some nutty ones here, Mike. This first one, I love this story just because of how ridiculous it is. Yes! So, it's a little bit like the Mac Attack story in the fact that it's old, apparently, but again, it resurfaced. Like, it just recycled. Hmm. So it's, it's real strange. I looked into it, and apparently, I'm pretty positive this happened in January, but it's recycled twice. It hmm. popped back up in April, and then again, just now, I saw it again. So let me read you the title first, Mike. Okay. Quote, British schoolboy loses both nipples in Lynx Dare Gone Wrong. Whoa. Jeez. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in case any of the listeners are like, Lynx, if you're not from the UK, that's what they call Axe Body Spray in the UK. Apparently, Mm. it has the name Lynx instead of Axe. I don't know if it's like a dangerous thing or what, but... Uh, In Mm. essence, what we're saying here, Mike, is someone sprays your nipples with Axe Spray until the can runs out. Wow. And I don't know if you remember as far as Axe Spray, but it gets very chilly, right? Yeah. 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 The reason this happens, you have a compressed solution inside the can, and you have those propellants that have low boiling points, and you get a rapid decrease in temperature. It literally yeah. glows, it goes below freezing within a couple of seconds. Yeah. So, you know, you spray a whole can. You're talking some severe frostbite right there, Mike. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So, obviously, the next oh, step is have some kids challenging each other to spray their nipples with it. Am I right? Oh, man. Am I right? So... My You're favorite, right. <laughs> my favorite part of this story, Mike, is the play by com- a play by play commentary of the actual kid. So the kid that had this happen to him, I love it. Like I literally, it, you know, it's it's rare when I'm reading a lot of these stories that I can't stop laughing as I'm reading the story. <laughs> this was one of those stories that, as I was reading it, I was just like, what, what the. <laughs> what, what, what is wrong with the, with people? But let me give it to you. So he first describes being sprayed with the ax spray. He said, quote, it's not a really big thing. You know, it starts to burn and you're, you're just waiting for it to finish. Hmm. Quote, it was fine. It was all fine. Then the boy who was actually freezing my nipples, he flicked both of my nipples. That's when they fell off. End <laughs> quote. Oh my God. He then gives an analogy. Quote, have you ever seen a wart? It was like that. It hurt. It was it was like raw exposed skin. Ew. Uh, yeah, dude. Your nipple skin. Oh, like, my nipples what you, hurt. <laughs> what are you talking about? So God. Horrible. Ins- instead of being like, oh, I better get medical attention, This dude was like, you know what? Better just play it cool and go on with my day. That's a fact. So he just puts on his shirt and goes to his next class. So then he says, quote, I'm in German, just sitting, and my nipples are now gone. I'm just chilling. And then people are like, hey, your shirt is bleeding. And you just see two bloodstains from both of my nipples. Mm. Mm. Then he says, quote, my German teacher actually stopped the lesson and was like, uh, what's going on? Do you need to go to the medical room? And I was like, (laughs) nah, it's fine, end quote. Mike, that's where the story ends, literally. That's where the story ends and I couldn't find an update on his nipples, we oh, have no gosh. resolution. We're just left with a kid who lost his nipples and then went to German class bleeding. That's it. That's it, Mike. And I, mm. think, I think my two favorite parts of the story <laughs> were the first one where he says, when he's getting ax sprayed on his nipples, and he says, it was fine. It was all fine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> when I, I could just see him in real life him getting sprayed with the axe and in his head thinking, so far, so good. Just <laughs> axe on my nipples, everybody. We're fine. Like, so great. Yeah. And then the second favorite part where he says, I'm in German, just sitting. My nipples are now gone. I'm just chilling.
1: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: Mm. I'm pretty sure those two sentences have (laughs) never been used together ever in the world. My nipples are now gone. (laughs) I'm just chilling. That has never been said, Mike. Never been said until now. Like, I don't know about you, Mike. I've had my nipples chafed during some long runs. Yeah, yeah. I... I can't imagine having them ripped off mm-hmm. like the chafing is bad enough. You're walking around like this for the rest of the day, pulling your shirt up off of you. It'll be like, ah, yeah. ah, they, ah, like just rough, man, rough. I want to yeah. hunt this. I want to hunt this guy down. We gotta you find know? out what happened
1: to him, yeah. Yeah. Did he get
0: replacements yeah. or what do you did do there, ha- Doc G? Do you have just nipple surgery? Yeah. yeah like I feel do do? I feel like it's too small of a part. Like how much can did it literally did it is it even? Like did they flick off everything? Like yeah, I mean. Interesting, yeah. You know, I just yikes. Yeah. Is there just a giant scar there now? Is it like people that leave lose part of their finger, you know, and you just got that nub? Is that it? Except <laughs> there's just like no nub? No, like, oh, so Buffy, many.
1: Wasn't there like a superhero or something that didn't have without nipples? Without nipples. <laughs> Wait. Wasn't there like a thing? It was like some kind of... Maybe it was like a robot or something. I've got a robot
0: movie. This is so weird. I've got to. I've got to check this out, Mike. I have never heard of a superhero, a nippleless superhero. Maybe it was. It might have been a robot, or it might have been an alien, or something. That sounds even weirder. I don't know. It's like, whoa, no nipples. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I got. I gotta find this, Mike. I gotta find it. But Uh, in the meantime, we're gonna move on to the next story. It's out of Arizona. So, about a week ago, a 28-year-old lady, uh, Monique Alexis Coria, she was accused of setting up a fake GoFundMe, claiming that her one-year-old daughter had brain cancer and they needed money to pay for medical procedures. Now, uh... I found uh, that wasn't too interesting because there's all kinds of hucksters out there and, you know, scam artists. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, she did actually take her daughter to the hospital for medical procedures. That's actually how she got caught. And the staff of the hospital was like, uh, your daughter's fine. She doesn't have brain cancer. So like I don't I like I don't know like maybe she felt like people were on to her scam. So then she was like, Well, I gotta make it look like I'm going mm. to the hospital. I don't know what happened there. That's not really the interesting part of the story, Mike. The interesting part of the story is that this week a guy came out from Arizona, uh, Angel Cuihis. Quees. Angel Quihis. Um, he came out to the press and I mean maybe I could do uh, maybe I should do the the Spanish pronunciation. On hell. On hell came out to the the press and let uh, everyone know that apparently Monique before scamming everyone on GoFundMe uh GoFundMe scammed him 3 times while she was living with him. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let me explain. So Angel worked with Monique's husband. And while working with Monique's husband, he found out they needed a place to live. And Angel, being a super nice guy, was like, you should live with me. You can Mm -hmm. live with me. So they came in and lived with Angel. While they're at Angel's house, Monique apparently told Angel that she uh, was a Live Nation employee and told him... He could get discounted tickets to a Pitbull concert with an artist meet and greet. A fantastic, can you believe it? Sweet. Meet Mr. Worldwide, Mike. Fantastic. I don't know why right? this is
1: hilarious to me.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. so because it's Pitbull and it's a meet and greet, obviously. Yeah. So Unhel bought the tickets, and he and he was like, in his own words, quote, "We went to the concert just to be told." These tickets are not valid. Oh. And then he said, I had my whole family there looking at me. It was one of the biggest embarrassments ever, dude. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Now. The story doesn't give any interaction after that as far as hell and Monique after she scams him that time. All it does is move on to the other two examples where this lady is conning hell. Hmm. So then after the Pitbull concert, uh, they uh, Monique says, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, I heard you really like uh, English Bulldogs. You know what? I've got connections to English Bulldogs. If you want one, I can get you a great deal on one of these uh, English Bulldogs. Word. And on hell, apparently because he's the most gullible dude ever in the history <laughs> of the world, is like, yeah, sure, you scam me on those tickets, but you know what? Hit me up with a Bulldog. Yes, mm-hmm. I will give you some money for this Bulldog. That's a fact. Not surprisingly, Bulldog never came. Nope. Now, the last example was, uh, basically, she did the same thing with Pitbull tickets, except it was a fake trip to Disneyland this time. Hmm. Yeah. And, of course, there was no actual real tickets to Disneyland. Nope. Now, even with all three of those things, Mike, it wasn't until Angel noticed $3,000 missing out of their home that they actually kicked Monique out of the house. Oof. Mike, this is one of those stories I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to uh, applaud on hell for being one of the nicest dudes ever or beat him over the head for being one of the most gullible dudes ever. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. How does this lady scam you 3 times and she's still living in your house? Mm. How, Mike? I don't know. Like,
1: I believe the pit bull and then the dog. Th- these are totally different, right? But the
0: Disneyland,
1: I'd be like, all right, you're you're
0: totally well, like, scamming me this time. Uh, well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Mike. All of us know the proverb: "Fool me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame on me." The original proverb has no third time because no. they didn't think anyone would be that dumb. So true. Like they didn't. They were like, well, there's no need. Eventually, after the second time. they'll get it no no like I can only imagine like you said what what was the conversation like when she was explaining the fake trip to Disneyland like what was on hell like okay Monique this this trip sounds pretty awesome and but I gotta ask am I gonna be getting my tickets around the same time I get my pitbull tickets and my bulldog (laughs) Is it like a, is it a package deal of all three of those things? By the way, it's really crazy that you're uh you're a Ticketmaster agent, a Disney agent, and a dog breeder. Mm-hmm. It's awesome that you, amazing luck I have that you do all of those things and you're living in my house right now. Just insane, Mike. Yeah. Just- I
1: think the sad, the sad thing might be that she's like a pathological liar that eventually like believes her own craziness. She's got into I it. Yeah. I believe, yeah. Yeah.
0: She's, she's got into it. It's definitely, yeah. definitely deep in there, Mike. Yeah. Deep in there. Now, Mike, uh, before we go to break, <laughs> I have a, another story that just made me chuckle a pretty good amount here. And this was a fairly quick one. This was, I just got this small clip. Um, apparently, Julie Bowen, you know Julie Bowen? No. She was the, the mom on Modern Family. Okay. You remember her? And she's also on Happy Gilmore. She was the love interest way back in the day on Happy Gilmore. That was, that's was what I knew her. Was she first
1: love interest on Happy Gilmore?
0: She was, she was the, you know, the, the golf, uh, like publicist oh, yeah, that he yeah, ends yeah. up okay. with. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was on an interview on the Quitters podcast and, uh, she said she revealed Quote, unquote, that's how the the news story put it, revealed. She revealed she was once interested in a woman despite identifying as straight. Hmm. She said, quote, it never really took off. So she didn't have to challenge her concept of sexuality. (laughs) Okay. Mike, there's so many things about this, but... I like how she said it never took off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like her sexuality is a TikTok video. She's waiting to go viral. Yeah. Like I posted my gayness, peak usage times. I thought it would take off. I posted it for a specific group. I thought mm-hmm. I used all the right hashtags, but for some reason just didn't take off. Don't yeah. know. The you know, you know like, and then the, the second part, where she says she didn't have to challenge her concept of sexuality? Hmm. Isn't that also the opposite of how it works? Like, aren't people typically trying to suppress their real true feelings of sexuality? Like, nobody who comes out as gay is like, well, I was comfortably straight, but by God, I challenged that about 15 times. No, it's like, oh, I came to the realization. I'm getting, like, Mm. I just, I I found that just so funny, the way that she put it. Just like, oh, oh, here's the lady that I'm into. Wait for it to take off. Now it hasn't rocketed off. Okay. All right, well. All right, well, I guess I'm still straight. I tried. I don't know. It was weird. Like, just anyways. Mike, we are going to take a break. We are going to hear from the fantastic band Ann Arbor. This is their great song, Letter in a Suitcase, right here on the Doc G Show. Don't think that you're
1: to blame. My rules ain't gonna change no one
0: And we are back here on the Doc G show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Mike, what do the listeners need to do?
1: They need to follow us on everything SoundCloud. Mm. Apple Podcasts, whatever your except in real life. Desires. Don't do that. Don't. We don't us want in you to follow us in real life. Yeah, it's, it, not, it's boring. It's not fake it's life. Eventful.
0: Yeah, fake life is uh, where you want to follow us. Yeah, with Neither life. of us, neither of us are in the metaverse yet, though. I did hear a whole long news article about just metaverse and in general how stupid it is, Mike. I don't yeah. know if you've been. Have you jumped in there? I don't any? think it's gonna
1: work because I think, uh, no. well, for me personally, I get very queasy with uh, the the, uh, the 3D VR stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna be good for people. I think that's the uh, downfall of the VR metaverse I, stuff. Well,
0: I, I gotta be honest. Until you give me something like I can't really do in real life to uh, a very you know high degree, what's what's the point? So true. Yeah. Like I like they have the commercials where it's like. A person's like reading something in the metaverse, and you're like, Why don't I read a book in real life? Like, why why am I going on? Or like playing golf, you're like, Well, why don't I go out to the driving range? There's one right over here. Like, yeah, just I mean, not to be that old man, maybe I just don't get it. Maybe, but like, I'm just like, you know, I feel like you gotta offer something. That's not there in life that you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I'll go check that out. Yeah. You know?
1: And then also you need huge facilities to like, because these people are walking into yeah, walls. Yeah, you need a big old like factory yeah. that they
0: can walk around in with yeah. like padding. So even when you fall down, you're okay. They have a long Can you imagine to go? like doing a VR in one of those trampoline parks? That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, would... I don't know, I don't know how you would combine the two, but that'd be pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't know how that would work. Regardless, the point is, Mike, yeah. and obviously we made a direct point to it. Make sure you follow the show. Yeah, that's huh? that's the important thing here, listeners. And give us a good rating too. You know why you're why you're there.
1: Give us a nice little five star. Give us a good
0: rating, and yeah. if you can, you know, try to relate Matthew McConaughey's dad's to our show somehow mm-hmm. in the comment. Yeah. We'd really appreciate that. Show your that. friends your five-star uh, review. Yo! <laughs> mm, <laughs> wink. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Mike, yeah. we need to thank the regulars, those folks that show up every week. We do. And I'm going to get it here. We're going to we're going to shout them out. Here we go. Shout out! Shout out to Jacksonville, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, Radford, Virginia, Gainesville, Florida, Frankfurt, Germany, Anoka, Minnesota, Ashburn, Virginia, Piracay, Brazil, San Diego, California, Dublin, Ireland, Boardman, Oregon, Genoa, Italy, Richards, Texas, Barcelona, Spain, Winfield, West Virginia, Biloxi, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Peoria, Illinois, Katy, Texas, Tom's River, New Jersey, Olive Branch, Mississippi, Asheville, North Carolina, and Los Angeles, California. Shout out. Woo! Good list, Mike. Yes. Good Very good list. That's a fact. Like those folks. Thank you, folks, for always listening. We definitely appreciate it from all the corners of the map. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. We do. We appreciate the regular listens. Mike, it's time to get into some of those semi-regulars, those people aspiring to be Mm -hmm. the regulars. Here we go. Shout out. Shout out to Mococa, Brazil. Hey. Yes. Like like it, Mococa. I like that nice chicago illinois austin texas that was the mac attack right there, there austin texas that's him las vegas nevada thank hey. you mike thank you you're welcome Odense, denmark evansville indiana western springs illinois eau claire wisconsin new york new york newcastle australia Spartansburg, South Carolina, Miami, Florida, Central, Hong Kong, mm. and Boston Spa, New York. Shout out! Mike, fantastic semi-regulars right there. Yes, definitely. Fantastic. Definitely, definitely. Around the, we had a little cluster of, uh, of Midwest there. Mm-hmm. Cluster of Midwest yeah. Chicago, you know, Western Springs, Evansville, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. They, they're they right there with our other uh, constant Anoka, Minnesota. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? If we can be the kings of the Midwest, I'd like it. I would take, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd you love, know? Yeah, I would love to go. I, I hear they have good meats there. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Word. A lot of good sausage. And other types of of meat like that, Hmm. yeah. I didn't know know? that actually. Yeah, no, that's that's a big thing. You know, you get your you get your you get your like sausage stuff and your and your beers. You know, Hmm. it's like Milwaukee. That's what you do. Yeah, that's a fact. It's what you get down on. So the same thing in Chicago. You know, I'm not a fan of the winter, guys. If you guys become regular, we will come out for a live show, but it's only going to be in the summer. We're yeah. not doing any winter stuff. Nah. I'm not freezing out there. That's mm. not happening. Um, thank you to all the listeners. We appreciate, it. of course, the regular listens. Every single listen counts. Yes, it and does. we appreciate it. We do. We appreciate it. Mike, uh, incredibly stressful times we live in. You know, uh, we we live in times where we crave something good that will keep us going, you know? We need to hear that one thing that's like, yeah, okay, all right, that's something I can work with. You know what? Maybe the world isn't absolutely screwed. Yes, yes, you know, you need that one thing. And we like to cover those topics in a little segment we call Things That Don't Suck. Yes. Things That Don't Suck, a list of consisting of Paul Rudd, and whatever the doc wants to say now. Uh, by the way, Mike, you probably don't remember. Well, you don't remember you weren't on the show. We initially came up with this segment because I was being too much of a negative Nancy talking about weddings. That's a fact. Um, I had brought up how much weddings suck way too much. Yeah, they and, know all they do. And <laughs> Justin was worried that we were getting way too much negative karma. So we offset that by creating this topic. But I think, you know, we just need to offset everything negative. I mean, we didn't have too many negative stories there in uh, Rip from the Headlines. But, you know, somebody getting their nipples ripped off, that's sort of negative. So, you know, let's offset that now. Um, So, Mike. We're all aware that... Got extra nipples. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's how we offset it. (laughs) Double nipples. Here we go. Wait, what? Uh, No. We're we're all aware, Mike. Uh, Big, uh, frightening thing, right? Global carbon emissions. Mm It's a problem. It's what drives climate change, right? That's what we see. We see more global emissions. We see higher temperatures. Mm Cause catastrophic problems. All kinds of problems. There's really only two things we can do. We can either emit less... Or capture more, right? Those mm-hmm. those those are the yeah. two things. Carbon well, capturing. Ap- apparently, there's been a big increase in carbon, carbon capturing over the last year. Sweet. We have had a new report from the Global CCS Institute that shows over 44% increase in carbon capturing in the last 12 months, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. 44% they- increase. Almost 50%. How are they capturing it? What are they doing? Oh, they got these big old machines, Mike. Have you never seen a carbon-capturing machine? They've got new machines now that basically literally sequester the carbon out. They filter the air, capture it out. I literally, Uh, little show and tell, Mike, I literally have a ring that has compressed carbon in it. There is a square of compressed carbon, several hmm. metric tons of compressed carbon in this little teeny uh, less than a square inch. Of, nice. of space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they do. They sequester it with these giant machines. They pack it, and then they store it in the ground where, mm. you know, we store most of our carbon anyways. That's where most of it is already, right? That's yeah. what when you think about oil and coal and everything else. That's what it right. is. Stored stored carbon in the ground. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jared Daniels, the CEO of the Climate Change Think Tank, Says, carbon capturing is essential for reaching our climate goals. So true. Carbon capturing is commercially competitive. We anticipate even more strategic partnerships and collaboration driving deployment, particularly through CCS networks. So we should only see this increase, Mike. We need to see it increase. Yeah, we do. And there's actually a company that now takes CO2 out of the air and turns it into diamonds. Hmm, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Aether Diamonds. I think I am saying that Aether right. Aether Diamonds. Yeah, A E T H E R. You can check them out. Yeah, I am going to look that. Yeah, I am going to write that down. He's uh, uh, the CEO is a Harvard grab a grad. He's a he's a Harvard grad, and he's uh, obnoxiously attractive too. So uh, I you know. Love that. Yeah, he's rich, he's smart, he went to Harvard. What an a-hole, right? But he's taking <laughs> yeah, he's taking C O two and he's compressing it into diamonds, taking something that we don't need to something we don't need that's very aesthetically pleasing, Mike. That's nice. Good. Yes. Right? Drive down a diamond value. Yeah, their tagline is we created the world's first truly sustainable diamond. Pretty nice, yes. Mike. Pretty nice. I love so fantastic news. We need to crank it up, Mike, all around the world. Sequester more carbon. Like, I want to know if I can get a personal carbon sequestering machine. Just like yeah. maybe like a like a hand crank one that I can just set outside all day like. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> can I can I get an exercise bike that I can do a pull a double duty, get a little exercise going, sequester some carbon? Who can make that for me? Harvard grads.
1: For a tiny second I thought you said you had a ring that uh, was also carbon capturing like a carbon capture ring. I so wish you just wave your hand like a the captain air, planet you know <laughs> <just> like <laughs> capturing carbon with your ring
0: with your powers combined <laughs> you have sequestered carbon and uh, summoned Captain planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero Gonna take pollution down to zero Honorable mention, Mike, for theme songs right there I had a ring. I had
1: a Captain Planet ring, by the way. It came in my uh, cereal box
0: You did? Nice. I never got a ring, man I was down with Earth I liked liked Earth and Fire. Those were my two favorite rings So true (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) Mike, are you ready for some quick hitters? Quick hitters. Let's hear it. What's going on? Mike headline out of Ohio: "Quote How 14 Ohio deer hunters got $70,000 in fines." End quote. Hmm. You know what? On second thought, I'm not too worried about it. I don't. Man. That headline did not draw me in, Mike. <laughs> On second <laughs> thought, after reading it, yeah. You know, like I'm just, I just, I read it and I was like. Who actually really cares about that? I mean, I guess, some, I guess there's some hunters out there that are like, oh, I want to try to avoid $70,000 in fines. But who's your average reader that's like, oh, yeah. Like, just, nah.
1: Well, Doc G, I, I would say we're interested based on bail, the, the bonds, you know, bail bonds. That's and true. Things like that. That's true. Like, I, guarantee, I guarantee, I guarantee. dollars
0: I guarantee it was higher than our DUI fellows' bond. Yeah, That's, uh, Yeah. By the way, they did a deep dive into uh, bonds on um, on last week tonight with uh, John Oliver. That was actually last week's uh, last week's review was on bonds. Found it very nice. interesting, Mike. That yeah. guy's show is incredible. That's a fact. It was very uh, as uh, as we have discussed um, the way they assign bells completely just arbitrary. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's one of the many issues that you have there. Anyways, I got sidetracked, Mike. Second headline we've got from ESPN. Quote, Ben Gordon faces charges for the second (laughs) time in a month after Uh, McDonald's guard hit. Yes. Yes, Mike, I would uh, like to go on record and clear things up and say (laughs) I have always said punching people at McDonald's is not a good idea. Okay, yeah. okay, that's a clear stance I take. Different Ben Gordon, listeners. Different Ben Gordon, not all. Me. Pub- all publicity is good publicity. <laughs> no, not when you're punching McDonald's security guards, Mike. Um, True. He's been on a real punching tear, honestly. That guy. I've he needs seen
1: his to... name in the news a lot. And it's, yeah, uh, it's my he algorithm. needs. <laughs> Mega. I mean, <laughs> no not. offense.
0: No offense to him, but he's 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 making her name look bad, man. He's yeah. come on, man. Do some charity work or something. Let's, let's get that name back up into the the hierarchy of good yeah. things. Uh yeah. Mike headline from the Daily Mail, quote, cobra dies after being bitten by an 8-year-old boy. Wait, what? Mm. The old screw. Yeah. <laughs> that has to be embarrassing for the snake, Mike. That is, yeah. you die from a human biting you? Yikes, yeah. yikes, feel sorry for that dude. Mike, news out of Iowa. The headline, Iowa man broke the record for the number of hand claps performed in one minute. Sweet. He performed 1,140 claps in a minute, Mike. Nice. Good news, Mike. Amazing. I invited him to your next comedy show. Yes, we need him there. <laughs> if he claps at one of your jokes, it'll sound like 500 people are clapping for your joke. <laughs> this guy is killing. <laughs> 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 it, it's actually really creepy if you watch the video. I have no idea how he does it. He like yeah, goes back and yeah. forth like this, and it's like you know triple claps and one of these weirds. It's very bizarre. Anyways... Mike, last headline. uh, This is from the entertainment segment, uh, uh, entertainment sector. Quote, Marlon Wayans thinks more comedies like white chicks are needed. End quote.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I don't know if you agree (laughs) with this one, Doc, based on your facial expression.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a shocker, Mike. Uh, I can say in other related headlines, Ben Gordon Not the dude that punches people in the face, but Ben Gordon, the host of this show, thinks more shows like the Doc G show are needed. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Like, of course, Marlon, he made the movie. Of course he thinks there's more of them that are needed. Yeah, it's crazy. I think, you know, I think more shows with Ben Gordon totally needed. That's a necessary thing. Well, they'll never happen, first of all, but... Maybe some More shows, shows with, with Ben Gordon? That's, of course, yeah. obviously going to happen, Mike. Do lots of them. On top yeah. of the Doc G Show. Doc G Show Part 1. Doc G Show Part 2. Doc G Show on weekends. We're going to have oh, all I like of them. Yeah. yeah the sports so I, Doc G Show. Afternoon tea with Doc G? It rhymes. Mm, that's that's the great nice. thing about the end of G. It rhymes with most, <laughs> you know? It's great. It's great. Yeah. Mike, we are going to be right back. We're going to take a break. We're going to have some fantastic tunes from Ann Arbor one more time. This is their fantastic song, Emergency, right here on the Doc G Show. On the Doc-A-G-A show, Ann Arbor, Mike. Ann Arbor. There you go. Rocking out for almost 20 years, Mike. 20 Mm. years. Nice. Uh, We need to go on to the most popular show or segment in the world, which would be... The Doc-G top three. Correct. Uh, Mike had a really hard time, again, with this one. I gave... I gave you a tough one. I gave you a tough one. I said, go do some yeah. research. Find out which national parks are in your top three to go to. And when I started looking at this, I'm like, I could really get jazzed about most of these. You know? It's like what I'm yeah, feeling sure. at the time. You know? And mm-hmm. so I really had to, like, I had to think about some different situations. And I cut out the ones, obviously, that I've already been to. So, if you're wondering, like, hey, why is this one not in there? It's probably because I've already been to it. So, just keep that in mind, listeners. Okay. Um, Honorable mentions, Mike, that I have. Acadia National Park, which is in Maine. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mike, we need to go to that one, by the way. We need to plan a trip. You need to come over here during the summer. Me and you, we're going to go up the coast. Get to Maine, and then we're going to hang with our ladies, uh, the old fat lesbians. And we're going to go to the Acadia National Park. Can't wait to do it. Very excited. I'm very excited. But that is a goal of mine. 100. That's like on the list. We need to hit up Maine. We need to go there with the old fat lesbians, Sue and Lee. Yes. Uh, They would know what to do. They would know. They They would show us around. They know. My other two honorable mentions, Voyagers National Park. Uh, which is in the very tip-top of Minnesota, Mike. Very tip-top. Oh, okay. My God, some of the vistas there just looks amazing. That's a fact. It's, you know, it's mm. all in Lake Country, and, like, the northern lights that you get up there, wow. Wow. It looks like another world. Okay. Very cool. All right. But once again, have to be the middle of summer to go there. I am not going there in winter. No way. <laughs> no way. Uh, and then the last one, honorable mention, Mike, Virgin Islands National Park. That would have been on the list had it not been destroyed basically by hurricanes. Got a ton of damage from hurricanes, just not the mm. same. Just not the same as it used to be. I mean, I'll check it out, but it's definitely got, it's it's got damage, badly damaged. Mike, do you have any, mm. uh, any honorable mentions? Hmm. Uh, one of them would
1: be. I think you've already been there, Redwood National Park.
0: Ooh, the Redwoods. We definitely want to go check oh, that place out. Oh, we
1: got to hit that one up too, Mike. Yeah, we got to hit yeah, that up. Yeah, that place looks cool. Oh, it's amazing. Go back to prehistoric times. Ooh. Um, I don't know if that's prehistoric. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Redwoods have been around
0: there since. I mean, they the 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 trees the current trees have not been there since. Uh, Prehistoric times, but But they have been around since prehistoric. Because we, you know, when you say prehistoric, you're saying prior to human history. So, of course, there you go. Of course,
1: okay fair uh the other one was devil's tower and i just don't think like that i only want to go there because of the uh close encounters of that kind you know i just want to go see and go like
0: it's just it's it's a a one-stop thing yeah you can't really say all right i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in my Mm -hmm. top three just for that one thing i see yeah yeah
1: yeah so those are it those are the uh honorables all right hit me up with
0: your number three mike what do we got
1: Oh wait, sorry. Going back one more, and uh, this might actually be one of yours. Actually, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll. We'll, if you don't mention it, then okay. We'll, uh, we'll okay. Go back. Well, so my number three. Hindsight, honorable yeah. mention. I like it. Number yeah. three. <laughs> uh, Arches National Park ooh, in uh, Arizona. Ooh. Yeah, my brother. Definitely want to see. My it. Or
0: is it Utah? Wait, Arizona or Utah? I'm pretty sure it's 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 in the four corner near the four corners. Hmm. Let's let's Utah. It's, it's Utah. Utah. It's Utah. Okay. Yeah. I always get the like confused because my brother did a whole bunch similar. of national parks in that area in one trip. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, bu- you know. I mean, when you look at the western national parks, it's it's dense over there, man. It's dense. Yeah. For I sure. D- I for do sure. like Arches, but I think I would put Zion higher on my list. I haven't been to Zion. I think I'd put it. I've been higher. to Zion. I think I might put it higher than Arches. So you know. Yeah. But, but again. I haven't been, so maybe Zion would have been on your list if you hadn't gone, you know?
1: Yeah, so the arches, I don't know, just like those geological It looks structures. pretty, it like looks how, pretty, how
0: does... yeah. Wind, man. Wind in Wind. millions of years. Nice. Mike, my, my number three, Denali National Park. Denali, ah, yeah, that's a good one. That's I mean, it's place. tough to get up there, but the North America's highest point. It's pretty insane yeah. when you look at it. Just, I mean, I, I don't know that I necessarily want to climb up to the top of Denali. That seems pretty intense and insane, and it's already yeah, sure. so cold up there anyways. But uh, I, would, I would like to look at it from afar, you know, and take yeah. some pictures of its majestic beauty, you know? I'd mm-hmm. like to do that. Um, that's my number three, Mike. Number two? Denali's a good one. Um,
1: all right, my number two, Mount St. Helens National Park.
0: Ooh, yeah. that is nice. See that
1: volcano, see all the d- see what what happened there. And it's just purely to to see what the effects if you can still see the effects of that event. I don't um, know if I, I I don't know if I want to get that close to a volcano. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. You know, I went to Vesuvius. I thought that was yeah. cool. You can still kind of see yeah. what happened there. And oh, you uh I wanna, see some yeah, some things. Yeah. 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 Mount I want
0: to I want to go this is this is uh, man. There are some uh, amazing amazing vistas in this national park, Glacier National Park. Glacier National Park, that's definitely on uh, on the list for sure. Wow. You look at some of those pictures, man. I mean, just the lakes, the mountains, the trees, my goodness, that's a fact. I know yeah. a former guest there of Mag- uh, Magic City Hippies, Robbie Hunter, who was on the show there. He uh he spends most of his time up uh in Ma- uh, in Montana, and uh I think he's been there a lot. Whoo, my goodness, the pictures that he'll send out of that, whoo, man, yeah, yeah. Not- I. I do not want to live in Ma- Montana, but nope. I would like to visit that place. It's beautiful, yeah. It looks nice. It really does look nice. And again, just like all the others that are in cold places, it would be July when I go. (laughs) Yeah, it would be a summertime trip. I am not going in November. No way in hell. That is not happening. Okay, Mike, number one for you. Number one for me, Yellowstone.
1: Oh, yeah. Yellowstone. Acid pools, Old Faithful. Bears. I mean,
0: honestly, so I haven't been to Yellowstone. It's not my number one, and I probably would put it on my list. I just didn't because it's cliche, you know, mm. because everybody loves it so much, you yeah. know? And I, and I mean, who cares about being cliche on a list like this? But for some reason, I was just like, no, nah, I can't put it up there. Yeah. But I, I I would definitely want to go, you know? It's just so yeah. amazing. There's so many, I mean, uh, like so much poetry and and mm-hmm. and prose have been written about the beauty of Yellowstone. Yeah, so true. But I will be honest, Mike. Looking at all of these parks uh, made me want to get just like a, a like an electric car and just go to all of them. You know, <laughs> just drive around yeah. the country and just check them off of a list. You know, and yeah. I was just like, man, there's so many awesome parts in nature I've not been to. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. You know, I mean, they're, they're just, there's just, there's 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 a lot. There's a lot. I, yeah. I didn't actually count out how many uh, uh, how many I've been to, but I think I want to say there's 64 national parks, um, and I have not been to a lot of them. Not been yep. to a lot of them. My number one, though, Mike, Olympic National Park. Oh, okay. In Seattle, or near Seattle, you know, uh, a little bit south of Seattle. My God that place man the the temperate rainforest the ancient beauty the mountains the 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 ocean just oh my god wow it's just so hmm. amazing so ama- okay. I mean just p- put it put it put it put it in your Google search right now Mike just put Olympic National Park and go to the pictures of of Olympic National Park. Listeners, if you're near a computer, do it yourself right now. Put Olympic National Park and just look at some of those pictures that they have on there. The ones of the ocean, the ones of the mountains, the ones of oh, wow. of spring yeah. meadows. Like it's just there's so mm. many the waterfalls, the the goats, like it's crazy. It's it just wow, it, yeah. It's another looks... world, man. It's yeah, they've got uh everything. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely want I definitely wanna take a, a big old trip through there someday. That's a fact. Just uh some you know, crazy, crazy amazing. That's some narnia Anyways. looking place. That's a narnia exactly. looking place right there, Doc G. I like exactly. Narnia. Exactly. I hey, <laughs> I'm not if Narnia in your head looks like that, I'm not against Narnia. I'm for I'm yeah. all for Narnia. Yeah. Mike, uh what was your honorable mention? Did I mention it? Yosemite. Yosemite <sighs> looks pretty cool. Again. I was doing some, Again, some yes. imagery
1: searches. Yes,
0: yes, I, I, yeah. It goes right there with Yellowstone. Yeah. I feel like it's another one that, like, I def I have not been to Yellowstone I've not been to Yosemite, uh, and I definitely need to. But like, it's just so everybody knows, like, you need to go to Yosemite. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, of course. So true. Anyways, Mike, we need to move on. But before we need to move on, I need to give you the topic for next week's Doc G Top 3. Mm. Uh, this one I think is pretty important. Uh, give it a little think, everybody. Top three daily tasks that you got to do or you're not going to feel yourself. Uh, easy. What are they? What are the three things? I know a couple of them that you have adopted, Mike, that yeah. I think are going to be on your list that you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. But think about your whole day, not just like starting for your sure. day, for sure. but everything. for, sure. for sure. So everything in the day, what needs to be done or you're just like, am, am I me right now? Is this yeah. me? What am I, I doing right now? Yeah. 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 That's next week. Mike, we need to move on to our birthday suits. I think you get at least one here. I think you okay. get at least one. They are very, very related to each other. Um not not blood related, but in connection anyways, my okay. first one born on November 9th 1980 in Angeles City the uh, Angeles City Philippines, our birthday to where his dad was in the United States Air Force and her mother was from Manila Philippines. Her parents divorced when our birthday suit wearer was six years old. She lived with her father and eventually settled in Charleston, South Carolina. Our birthday suit wearer competed in beauty pageants growing up and eventually won Miss South Carolina Teen USA and then Teen USA in 1998. In 2003, she was asked to help host Total Request Live on MTV. That's right, mm. TRL. TRL. T-R-L. T-R-L.
1: Yeah. Love it.
0: Which she did for four years. She also became a correspondent for Entertainment Tonight. She had several small roles on TV, like on 30 Rock, The Bold and the Beautiful, How I Met Your Mother, and several others. More recently, last year, she was cast as Jane Tennant, the first female special agent in charge of NCIS Pearl in the television series NCIS Hawaii. Back in 2006, she started dating Nick Lachey. They married each other in 2011, and now they have three children together. Name that birthday suit Where? I don't know. Who is it? Vanessa Lachey. Vanessa Lachey. Changed, yeah, changed your name. Vanessa Manila was her, her first uh, name. Uh, yeah, but now she's Vanessa Lachey. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember her? I'm guessing not on TRL. Looking her up. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember the face. I do remember the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always think you know. I don't know if you remember that, Mike. Do you remember the show that Nick Lachey had with Jessica Simpson, the Newlywed Show? Yeah, I watched. I watched a couple episodes. Yeah. Didn't you see that show sucking the soul out of Nick Lachey? You could tell, like, by the second episode, (laughs) he was like, what have I done? No! Uh,
1: Now I want to rewatch, because I wasn't socially, I had no emotional intelligence back then. I'm just watching it like, oh, a couple rich people having a good time.
0: Oh, you you could tell, like, everything that she would do that was kooky, just in his head, you would just see this, like... Oh, uh, God, I'm married to her. <laughs> now I want to like,
1: write down. <laughs> and, uh, what uh, is it?
0: Yeah, Population. I would say they probably have some, like, Gifts from it still on online that you can actually yeah, there's just see be a the compilation reactions.
1: of uh, Nick Lachey
0: just, reactions from that. Just. Show. Oh man, oh man! But then right after they divorced, like just a couple of months after they divorced, he found Vanessa, and apparently they were quite the lock because they've been uh, married 16 years now. You know, good for them. And they've got three kids. Yeah, especially yeah. celebrity man. It's 16 years. It's a long. It's, time. That's like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty amazing. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Sure. Mike, uh, second birthday suit. So the uh, uh, Vanessa Lachey is turning uh forty two. Forty two for Vanessa Just Lachey. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Not not you know, and then she's got uh, three kids too, like I said, which uh, again pretty pretty uh pretty impressive. Uh Mike, uh second birthday suit. Uh born on November 9th nineteen seventy three, our uh birthday suit wearer. Is married to Vanessa Lachey. Wait, what? <laughs> gotcha. Yes, Nick Lachey. <laughs> that's right. Our nice. second birthday suit, Nick Lachey. They got the same birthday. What? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. They're both How much born on November. He? He's seven years older than her. Okay, seven yeah. years. Old.
1: Okay, I gotcha.
0: Yeah, Nick. Nick's actually like I was looking at that. I was like, Nick, you're pretty old. Like I mean just in like even like when you think about it back in the day cuz Nick was uh uh 98 degrees famous yeah. right they, they had, had the they had a
1: couple good hits
0: The boy good band good that tracks. didn't make it to the level of uh of um Insync and Boys. and yeah. Backstreet Boys you but they know like but still free. got they popular were like, they, yeah, they, they were like I think they were in third they place They were a trio They yeah. well and they were a trio they weren't a, yeah. a quad or a five person true, 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 boy true. band you know, but you think about when they were popular, that dude was already like 27. Like, he, oh. he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't like a, you know, high schooler. Nah. He's, yeah. I,
1: he's,
0: he, I mean, you know, it was getting, it was, it was verging on man band status when they got popular, hmm. you know, no longer boy band, but he's also from Harlan, Kentucky, which I was just like, what? Really? Really? Harlan, Kentucky's out in the middle of nowhere if you don't know where Harlan, Kentucky is, Mike. That's a fact. That's like in the southeast portion of Kentucky, like on the line of Virginia in the middle of nowhere mountains. That's where Harlan, Kentucky is. (laughs) And you're like, really? Nick Lachey. Also, one of my favorite parts of uh, the back in the day, the Newlywed Show, Mike was when he uh, when they went to a hotel and Jessica Simpson was obviously the far more popular member of that uh, couple, and they go to the hotel and they go up to the um, the front desk and they're like, "Oh, Miss Simpson." We're so glad that you're at our hotel. Thank you so much. We're so, and they're like, you know, doting all over her and giving her all this appreciation. And then a guy comes up to uh, Nick and he's like, Mr. Leachy, thank you for coming to our uh, hotel. We'll show you. And we're like, oh. And me and my brother, it, we still call him Nick Leachy. We never call him Nick Lachey. It's always That's Nick Leachy, just because he wasn't known. sad, sad. Anyways, Mike, happy birthday to the happy couple. One yeah. turning one turning 42, one turning 49. Happy birthday to Nick Lachey and to Vanessa Lachey. Mike, we need to wrap up the show. It has been a fantastic one. Until next week, we're going to have to say goodbye. Mike, we have fantastic shows. We've got the Palms coming on the show. We've got Ann Arbor coming on the show uh can't wait to have him on but until then i've been your host doc g with me as always the one the only associate holding (laughs) notorious huh wait i got those backwards let me repeat the notorious associate holding mikey maximus the furnicus Charette. doc g
1: thank you so much for having me as always always a pleasure Love this. Of course. Love this. Of course. Love this.
0: And until next week, Mike, zip it up and zip it out.
1: Zippity doo da.